Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, a place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. The New Plague and You. Copyright and distributed by Presidential Fitness Program 2059. Know the signs. Safeguard yourself and your community by knowing how to identify a person suffering from the new plague. Common symptoms include profuse sweating, unexplained contusions and swelling, massive external hemorrhaging, new ideals such as socialism. When you believe you've come into contact with a person exhibiting one or more of these telltale signs, remember to CIR. C. Confirm symptoms. Approach the person suffering from symptoms if no civil or medical professional is available to do so. Verify that the subject is exhibiting symptoms of the new plague. I. Isolate. Once it's been established that a case of the new plague may be present, separate yourself and the person exhibiting symptoms from the general population, as the new plague is notoriously contagious. R. Report. Report directly to the nearest Federal Fitness Registration of Medical Center and let the professionals handle it from there. Protect yourself. The new plague is what's commonly known as a social disease. This means that the new plague is especially contagious and can be commonly caught in the course of social interactions, such as ice cream socials, cruising Main Street, promiscuous activity or sodomy, attending fairs or festivals. So... What's the best protection against a social disease? Why not stay home and enjoy a novel or home-cooked meal 
limiting your exposure to other individuals is the best and more surefire way to avoid contracting the new plague. Get registered. Did you know that your government can protect you from the new plague and other biological dangers? It's true. And all you need to do is visit your local federal fitness registry. Friendly federal professionals will be on hand to take a few minor samples and enter you into the national registry. Your compliance with the federal registry program not only keeps medical professionals up to date on your medical history and status, but contributes to valuable research programs and makes you eligible for special prizes such as fuel rations or vacations to exotic domestic locales. Alright Wastelanders, Vault Dwellers, welcome back to a new episode of the Fallout Lorecast. I'm your host, Tom, and or Robots, or Mr. Robots, as some people like to call me on the Fallout Hub. Uh, welcome back to this episode. So, obviously we have a theme today, uh, with COVID-19 making its rounds across the country and the world. I figured it was a good time to talk about the new plague. And if this is too much for you, if this is if if COVID-19, the coronavirus has hit home too much and this is just too much, then just skip this episode for now. But if you if you're on the, uh, you know, let's talk about viruses and and plagues uh, thing, then let's let's go a little bit into this, because I think that this is a topic that a lot of people don't know a whole lot about. So it's interesting to me. So hopefully it's interesting to you as well. So the intro, the New Plague pamphlet that was read at the beginning is a cut hollow disc from Point Lookout from Fallout 3, the expansion. And you can only access it from the console commands. And the reason why I started with that was because it it plays into some of the mysterious uh, nature of the new plague and what that actually is. You see, the new plague was a plague that ravaged the United States before the Great War. Um, And we don't know a whole lot about it. It's something that was part of the backdrop of the original Fallout games. And there's very little actually about details about the new plague. It was something that was planned to be a focus of the what was supposed to be Fallout 3, the Van Buren game. So it's not actually canon. A lot of the information from that game is not really canon, but it was something that was uh, created and uh, built into the story that has some explanation that we can reference and then even some echoes of some things in later versions of the game, uh, later episodes of the game or, or, you know, Fallout 3, Fallout 4, uh, things like that, where we can actually uh, maybe learn some things about it potentially if the information in those actually does relate to the new plague. So let me, I'll stop prefacing things. Let me get into the details a little bit. So there is a uh, fandom.com wiki article on the new plague. If you'd like to go look that up, you can just search uh, fandom.com and look up new plague. And according to that, it says the new plague 
or the blue flu, which we'll get into in a little bit, or limit 115 is a socially transmitted plague which arose in the middle of the 21st century in the United States in the 2050s, eventually demanding a national quarantine in 2053. The epidemic became the driving force behind the pan-immunity virus, which uh, paved the way for the forced evolutionary virus. So this explains a lot of the reason why the governments, why West Tech, why the forces that be were actually digging into some of this uh, forced evolutionary virus research, I guess we could say. This is the foundation. They were looking for a way to combat the new plague. And as we know, the forced evolutionary virus took a very different turn later on. But originally, this was the pan-immunity virus, which would combat the new plague. So let's get into the characteristics of this uh, new plague. It says here that the time of incubation 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 i almost said incubation the time of incubation for the virus varies taking between three to five days initial symptoms greatly resemble the classic flu so um this is something that i think a lot of people missed out on i don't know in like high school biology uh because people often say things like oh i just got off the plane and the next day i woke up and now i've got a cold so i must have caught it on the plane that's almost impossible unless you caught it on the first plane trip, not the plane trip back, because viruses have an incubation period. They get in your system and it takes a certain number of days for them to proliferate in your system before you even show any symptoms. And this specific virus takes between three to five days. Something like the coronavirus takes between like a two and seven. So you're almost never going to contract a virus and then wake up the next morning and feel symptoms already. Chances are it was probably from the week before that, that you caught it. Um, so initial symptoms ref, uh, resemble the classic flu. The plague eventually worsens, leading to profuse sweating, unexplained contusions and swelling, eventually terminating in massive external hemorrhaging. Hemorrhaging is bleeding. Uh, it may also result in clogged respiration leading to death through asphyxia, deriving the name blue flu. Should anyone survive the plague, they are rendered completely sterile by the virus. It's interesting that sterility is a side effect of the virus as well as a side effect of most uh, mutations that come about from FEV mutations. Though the exact method of infection is unknown, the new plague virus was highly virulent and could be easily contracted in any situation, any social situation. Uh, the usual methods of controlling the spreading of the disease were isolation and containment. So social uh, distancing there, everybody. Make sure that you, you create some distance between you and other people. Now, I do have to remind you guys that most of the information that we have about the new plague comes from Van Buren, what was supposed to be Fallout 3, like I mentioned before, or the Fallout Bible, which is semi, semi-canon, where, where it doesn't conflict with other uh, more canon, I guess, more uh, legitimate pieces of information that come from actual released games, if that makes sense. So it's a little hodgepodge together. So some of these details may be redacted if we were to explore 
more of this in future games. But most of this is what we have and are able to piece together right now from uh, those documents that we have for things that were not really released, but were in the mindset of the designers at the time, if that makes sense. So the information here about the new plague from before the Great War is is a little bit, I don't know, take it or leave it. I find it interesting because it creates a really uh, interesting picture of some of the dynamics that were happening between the United States and China. So here, let's let's dig into it. And I think you guys will find this interesting as well. It says here that Limit 115 was a secret genetically engineered weapon designed by scientists working for either the United States government or the shadow government, later known as the Enclave. The intent was initially to create a virus that would sterilize the infected people to be used on enemies such as China. The new plague arose in 2052 after Chinese uh, Hegui, I don't know how to pronounce that, H-E-I-G-U-I agents managed to steal some of the Limit 115 during a sabotage of the Hoover Dam testing labs. The spies were in the process of trying to escape Denver and were killed breaking samples of the virus into a crowded public area. The epidemic killed approximately 200,000 citizens of the United States, including cities such as Denver, Boulder, and Colorado Springs, including in cities such as those. So this, <laughs> this was originally part of a biological warfare conducted between the United States and China. And it never was supposed to be released into the population. And it was only through what seems to be the accidental um, breaking of these samples into a public area that this thing even got out and got out in the United States. Had the enclave or the United States government had their way with it, then it probably would have been released in China. And then there would have been an epidemic there, which who knows, may have spread across the globe. But in this case, it was released in the United States. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hey friends, I hope you guys are staying safe, by the way, in the middle of this uh, 
pandemic. I guess it's officially a pandemic now. Um, I know my family and I are practicing our social distancing and trying to stay in the house more and not go out as often as we need to and not take all the toilet paper off the shelves, although we've definitely stocked up on food and things. So hope you guys are doing what you can. I know a number of people out there are going to see some difficulties from this, some financial hardships and those kinds of things. Um, it's, I don't have a solution for all of that and I obviously can't solve everybody's problems, but feel free to share some of your needs or some of, you know, just even if you're just looking for some emotional consolation on the discord, uh, people have already been talking about some of the things they're dealing with and it's a sizable community of people. So there might be somebody out there who is, is happy to connect with you and, and maybe has some help available. I don't know. I know some people are dealing with job issues and not being able to go to work. So if there are other things that you can do remotely during this time, then there might be other people who are able to help you find work or or something like that. Um, I know that this is going to be difficult and it's going to get a little bit harder before it gets easier again. So hope everybody's doing all right. I know in our situation, the state has officially extended uh, spring break for all of the kids to a second week. So we are beginning the first of two weeks of spring break. So I'm hanging out with my son at home while I work on podcasts and he's in the other room playing video games right now. And um, I think for the first time last night, it kind of hit him that, you know, going out and playing with his friends is not going to be as as easy to do for a while. So, so we're, we're all kind of dealing with it. And I know that's not a huge issue compared to some of the things some of you guys are dealing with, but, um, my thoughts are with you. And if there's anything that I can do to help spread the word of some of the things that would help you guys out, then feel free to post it on the discord and, um, you know, just be part of the community. And, and if there's anything you can do to help other people out, then please, please share. Uh, I think that that's, part of what it is to be here and and get through this all together. So thank you all for listening to the podcast, by the way, if you're looking for more content to get your, get you through some of this social isolation, the fallout hub is up and we just recorded this last weekend for another episode that's coming out very soon. Uh, We're having a lot of fun doing it and we've got some really great responses from people. People absolutely are loving the episode that just went up recently with um, Wes Anderson and he does the voice of many different characters in the Fallout games and stuff. And is absolutely a uh, charming, charismatic guy and can probably talk for hours about any topic you put in front of him. Super, super fun stuff. So go go check that out. The Fallout Hub, it should be up on any podcast catcher, whatever that you that you have. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, it's kind of the middle of the month. We've got some new patrons and things. So as usual, at the end of this month, we'll be doing our patron episode. I think we've got I don't know, eight tier four patrons this month, which is absolutely nuts. Thank you to everybody. If you uh, want to help um, with this show. Oh, also check out. Uh, so I forgot about this. This is something I did last week. So you can go to patreon.com slash falloutlorecast and you can check out the different tiers and things you can do to help support the show. And one of the things I added last week for the second and third tiers, because there really wasn't a huge, I kind of pushed a bunch of the benefits down to the first tier to just kind of give them away as much as I could. But that left a very little differentiation between the first, the second and the third tiers, other than different rooms that you get access to in the discord. So 
I have now added a permanent uh, 10% discount to tier two patrons for the for the Robots Radio store, the Teespring store, and a 20% discount for the tier three patrons. So if you're looking at picking up some T-shirts or buying some presents for somebody, um, anything like that, and you are a tier two or a tier three or higher because you can still get access to that at tier four or tier five or whatever, then um, you may want to consider signing up for at least for a month the patron and see if that works out to a, a discount for you to be able to pick up some t-shirts or whatever. Um, or if you just want to, you know, get something for yourself. Uh, so that stuff is now on there and those will be there regularly. The codes will change out regularly as well. So, you know, that way people uh, also be, just make sure you're not sharing the codes around. I would appreciate that. Don't, don't just give them out for free. Although if you want to like, you know, pick up some presents for people, I don't, I don't mind that. Um, so that's what we got going on on the Patreon. Also, I've got some other reviews that came in on iTunes, and I appreciate anybody who drops a review on whatever podcatcher you use. I'll be going over those again at the end of the month and some very, very kind words from um, some new fans. So I do appreciate that. I'm seeing I'm seeing your reviews as they come in. We'll get to them in just a few weeks. All right. Back to the rest of the episode. If you questions about nuka world i'd be delighted to answer them all right let's get to the rest of the details about the new plague it says here further down the page on the wiki in the section about the background of the plague that the virulent nature of the plague and the speed at which it spread led to the first ever national quarantine of the nation and the closing of borders as tens of thousands died in 2055, Westec started to develop a cure for the virus, establishing the Westec Research Facility. That might sound familiar. Despite their efforts, they were unable to find the cure, and the plague continued to spread into the 2060s, fueling national paranoia. The government used the rising paranoia to discourage assemblies, to fuel anti-communist sentiment, and encouraged informing government forces of suspected subversive elements. Now, this is highly ironic because they're using it to fuel anti-communist sentiment when it was they themselves who designed the plague to begin with. <laughs> it was just the Chinese forces that tried to steal it and then broke the vial or whatever, releasing it into the environment. The government further used new plague to register civilians claiming a symptom of the plague was socialist thoughts, as you heard in the document at the beginning, and advocating isolation. People should stay indoors, read books, and avoid ice cream socials. Furthermore, people were told that if they believed they were infected, they were to contact a disease control center, such as the Disaster Relief Outpost in Point Lookout, for isolation immediately. However, despite extensive quarantine measures and research, no cure could be developed. By 2062, the new plague continued to spread through the nation, increasing the death toll further. Westec was ultimately unable to develop a cure. The Westec company had close ties to the federal government and their work in viral research eventually led to them being chosen for the Pan Immunity Viron project in 2073. The project is it was in response to Chinese aggressive use of biological weapons and although unsuccessful, it later laid the groundwork for the forced evolutionary virus. So it seems like Westec was not very good at their jobs, even though the government kept on hiring them to do more work. And then, of course, we know what happens with the FEV virus, right? 
in February of 2077, FEV re research was leaked to the world through an unknown source, which led to widespread protests in many major cities and governments around the world, as well as accusations that the U.S. Res was responsible for the new plague in the first place, which would have been correct. So after the Great War, the main information that we have about what goes on with the new plague comes from Point Lookout. So if you remember in Point Lookout, if you played through it, there were these physically deformed swamp folk. These were like the country bumpkins of the swamp who had also been mutated by a combination of, and this is a wonderful combination here. You have the new plague, you have the FEV, radiation, and inbreeding. It's this wonderful trifecta, quad, quadfecta of just this wonderful soup for just the creating the best, the best of humankind. During the decade between 2277 and 2287, Robert McCready's son Duncan had come down with a mysterious disease with no known cure. Its symptoms of a heavy fever and painful blue boils closely matched the new plague. Although this information may not be true, because the quest had you go find this uh, prevent, this, uh, it was like a, a red canister thing that was supposed to cure this disease, but it only worked on affected teenagers and children. So maybe that's slightly different, but maybe it, maybe it was a new thing. It was actually by MedTech. Also, the, the company behind Mentats and, and those kinds of items. So that's most of it. There is a little bit more detail in the uh, Van Buren document about some of the events that would have occurred in the game in and around uh, Boulder and Denver. And <clears throat> this <laughs> NCR scientist, uh, Victor Presper, who eventually would have come, come into... Uh, possession of the understanding of the history of the limit 115 and eventually released it into the world with some new uh, new plague events happening and some other stuff having to do with missiles launching and those kinds of things. It's not as interesting as some of the background of the stuff, but you can see that there was definitely some work going into what eventually would have been Fallout 3 and use of the new plague as a background for some of the events that we're going to unfurl in the game. So it's kind of neat that we got a little bit of that in point lookout. I think it would be really cool if they worked some of that into some future titles. Um, the idea that you would, you could go into a location and the individuals that you come across or the creatures or whatever could be spreading. I almost said spriting. Man, my words are so good today, guys. Uh, could be spreading the new plague or a mutated version of it that has existed for 200 years among a very small population or something like that. And that that's now a new thing you have to deal with and you have to find some sort of cure for it or you could even go down the path of some crazy scientist somewhere taking the new plague and following the path of West Tech and finding some sort of solution or at least potential solution that eventually leads to some FEV-like substance that does something very different uh, to creatures. I mean, who knows? You could come up with all sorts of stuff. Um, 
So I hope it's something that we get a little bit more insight into because it's kind of this neat nugget in in a history of Fallout and the pre-war stuff, which is already kind of shrouded in a certain amount of mystery and behind the setting of the games. It's a piece of that that's even further removed. It's a little bit further in the background. And I think that that's actually pretty cool. So let me know your thoughts about the new plague. And I hope you guys are being safe and staying healthy. And thanks for tuning in again to the Fallout Lorecast. And I will talk to you guys again next week. Until then, stay safe. Talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Fallout Lorecast. All sounds and music are owned by Bethesda Softworks, and no copyright infringement is intended. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please contact us at falloutlorecast at gmail.com or follow us and post some messages to us on Twitter at falloutlorecast. And if you'd like to support the show, tell a friend, or check out the rewards you can get for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. I really appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.